Exciting times, middle of free agency. Uh, me and my father were actually just talking a, a lot about what's been going on, um, not just with the Steelers. Uh, um, you know, obviously a lot of Galladay finally got signed, a couple other signings around the league. But you know, we're, we're going to talk about before we actually get to what's going on with the Steelers and free agency. How you how you doing, Dad? I'm doing well. Um, glad to be with everybody this week. Another week, lots of news to talk about. Um, happening this week, you know, free agency started, so we can get started, man. We got a lot to talk about. So, uh, as right before, as right before we started recording, we were talking about what was going on with Steven Nelson. Um, so obviously his his camp has requested a trade. Not really a lot of details out about why he's requesting a trade. Um, a lot of speculation oh. has. Or the news came out saying Steelers have allowed him to go find a trade. So I don't I don't know who who wants to trade, but there's a trade happening, or, or at least trying to facilitate a trade. Right. So who knows? Who knows? I, I I just know, and you hear me say this all the time on our podcast. I just watched been watching the Steelers forever, and I'm like, you never see a bunch of news come from the front office. Unless it's combating something that's already been said, but typically when you see a report like that came out the other day that Steelers gave permission for Nelson to find a trade, typically that's the player wanting a trade. And how you and I was phrasing it a few before we started today was Nelson wants a trade because he he can't get paid his salary unless another team picks it up. Because looking at the market right now, if he gets cut by the Steelers nobody's going to pay him eight and a half million dollars to come play for them right now. Not this year, not in one year. He may be able to go get a two year deal somewhere, but I, I doubt if anybody's going to give him a two year, 17 million or a three year, $30 million right now in this market. So it's, I just think it's prudent for him to find a trade partner for his eight mil for this year. And then worry about next year. What do you think we would even even get for him though? Like a like a third or a fourth? I, I for a starting corner, typically I would say in Nelson's it gotta be a third. But in this market, if they get anything above a, a fifth, take it. I would take a fifth right now, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. I I want a third or or, or maybe a fourth, but I just feel like in this market, looking at what's going on in the first week of free agency. Nobody's getting big contracts, but a few guys. I hadn't seen all the all the corners under what I would say under under the starting caliber or starters that's getting money right now. I, can you think of one that's getting an average of eight mil right now? I mean, on the cor- all the corners. Let me, I let me look real quick so on, far on Spotrack. 
Yeah, all the guys I've seen sign right now from a cornerback perspective are getting three-year, 20 and $30 million, you know, I think well below $8.5 million a year. So I think there are some teams that need corner. The guy that, that, I, that, that I'm seeing in my mind, I don't know what the money is, but I know you're looking it up now. The guy that left Seattle to come to Jacksonville, um, which I think he may have the biggest corner money signing. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. Um, you'll see it in a minute. But I think he got the biggest deal. I don't think he got 9 or $10 million. You might correct me. Is it Griffin? Shaquille, you're talking about Shaquille? Yeah, yeah. How much he got from Jacksonville? Sorry, I'm looking at the uh why is why is uh the dude's cap hit so high? Um this is contract average per year. You're looking at base salary or contract average per year? Average per year. Or okay, but not base salary. No. What's the average? Average per year is uh, Ramsey. Yeah, what is Shaquille Griffin to get this year? Oh, Shaquille Griffin? He I'm got 13. 13. 13, that's his average? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's probably the top guy right now. Yeah, because he got 40. And look where he went, Jacksonville. So he got 44 and a half on a three-year deal. So who? I'm trying to think who else got signed this year. And he's 25 too, though. So I'm like, he's young. He's been a starter his whole. Well, that's what he got this year, right? He's making right. He's making four, uh, 13. What did William Jackson get from um, 13 five. Washington? Yeah. So that's what William Jackson got. Yeah, he's that's what he's uh his average his average per year is 13 what, five. What did, what did Patrick Peterson get? Uh, that's that's what William Jackson got. That 13 five. 35. What did Patrick Peterson get? Patrick Peterson, if I'm not mistaken, Maybe he got 10 like, mil. Yeah, like, yeah, he only got eight. Eight. All right. Yeah, so, so Steven right. Nelson's making more than him right now. Yeah, so I'm like, if he gets cut, I don't think nobody's going to pay him higher than those guys. And, they, and those guys are younger and got three three year deals. So I'm like, if he gets cut, what is he going to get? Six, maybe? Yes. Well, I mean, maybe. that's what Hilton, that's what Hilton's making right now is six. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe. So I like, I know he wants to trade, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with him. So do you, uh, you think him getting cut will probably be the, uh, the most likely scenario? Oh man. You're making me say yes or no. I'm going to go. Yes. You right know, I, I like, I like, I like to deal. Cause I mean, it, for me, for me, the way I and the only reason I'm I'm saying yes or no is just because I know that with the amount of holes that we have, it's yeah. it's it's almost like because you know we've been talking about this. I just I just never saw this scenario in the first place. So I'm no. like he he either got a he you know if it was Hayden that'd be one thing, but yeah, I'm like right. it, just for him this to even come about I'm like it's probably uh it's happening. So I'm like yeah. But I'm like, if yeah, you don't get traded, because, 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 
I think for him, and, and you you can lay out various reasons too, I think for him it was more of here's my shot to get paid. I do not want to go into free agency next year in this limbo of the pandemic. If I can get an extension for what I want, I want it. But I, I just don't I just I just didn't I just didn't see it coming because I think Pittsburgh values him. So everybody was talking, even the insiders and everybody like he was a candidate to get an extension. I think when they came to the table, they were so far apart. I think they were like, well, we want a trade. And I'm like, why would you ask for a trade? Well, to get a trade means I still get my salary. Because if I get cut, I, I don't know what happened in the room. That's, that's, that's like, it's weird to me. Like you're saying, it's, it's just weird. It's just a weird situation to all of a sudden it's boom. Steven Nelson requests a trade, still is given permission. I'm like, what in the world happened? Like what I mean, happened? It's, it's it's like you said though. I mean, it, it it probably is exactly 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 how we like said. It's just the way that it probably went out with Nelson was probably like, look, we want to keep you because again, the Steelers don't generally bring anybody in that they don't want to keep, and they would have just cut them anyway if they didn't want to keep them. But it's like they haven't restructured anybody. So I'm assuming the next best thing would have been to extend Nelson, like which we talked about last week. So then, but like you were and it's literally, like you said, they probably said, look, we want to extend you. Like, and next year was his last year. Anyway, this is what we want to extend you for. And then this like you said, it last year, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what I'm, so I'm like, this is last year. This is what we want to extend you for. And then he was his number, like you said, was so like so low or so far apart that, like you said, it was like his agent was probably like, you don't want to go into the market next year. So and then uh, here we are. I mean, obviously, we don't know. It's all speculation, but I can't I can't imagine with the Steelers. And I mean, we only have like eight picks and we have a lot, a lot of holes like and yeah, we have a I, few. I, I can't imagine the Pittsburgh going, oh, we're going to make this year's team worse just by cutting. Like, I just I just don't see that. I, I don't see that when they already knew they were losing a bunch of guys. I mean, or maybe, or maybe we, maybe from a fan perspective, we don't see it. Maybe Pittsburgh was like, we're going to cut one of these corners because one of the young boys might be ready. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely find out. We're going to find out. Now, now the the leak is out that you know he wants to be gone. So and they gave him permission. That was the other thing. He was under contract. So what? What? It, he was either going to make a stinker, and Pittsburgh was going to hold him out. But man, they like gave him permission. So it's like maybe they were going to try to get you know somebody else. Who knows? Yeah. So I mean, the draft. The draft is. A little over a month from now so I mean you know obviously that that's not going to be a situation that is going to get I mean unless like I, I mean I, and I, I don't know I I would think that maybe they would want to wait and see but I also know they need to get some cap room so yeah. well yeah. that it might go a little quicker than than a, than a, you know it traditionally would but uh obviously back to some of the signings that we have made just off of the, the whole Steven Nelson thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, uh, sorry, I'm trying to, trying to gather my thoughts to kind of like approach this topic. But for one, I, I guess 
I guess what I was going to say is the people that we've lost so far hasn't been anybody that we've expected to keep. And the one person that I believe that even me and you said that we might have kept because we were unsure at the banner at a, t uh, a banner at the time was Filer. And uh, he Yo. always, yeah, he, he got <laughs> like, signed like, for a lot like of money. Quick, like quick too. Yeah, he, he got um, signed. I think he got like 14 mil like guaranteed up front. So I was like, I knew, I knew we weren't keeping them for that much. So no, no, no. And 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 I think teams with cap, when they came at us, our players, you can watch, you can look at all the contracts for the guys that got signed away from us. Besides for Bud, they got a lot more money up front, um, especially in year one. As and they always we do. Could, we well, we, they know we couldn't match it, especially this year. We couldn't match it. Um, you know this. From a standpoint of there was only so much money we were gonna be able to let somebody get up front, evident by the people we have signed, voidable years being used this year. Um, you know, some of the uh, one banner has a contract that's basically backloaded. He get more money next year than this year. Yeah, every, um, I don't think like everybody deal. we signed has has almost been had like a, a backloaded yeah. contract. Either backloaded or voidable year. So it's it's you know to spread the, the, the signing bonus out. So um that's how we operate this year. So I, I knew we we all knew it was coming. Cause COVID basically COVID basically comes out this one time a year after the season and says what he thinks. And that's typically how Pittsburgh operates. Um let's not also forget Colbert signed this week. Or, or did we mention that last week? He signed no, to stay on for another we, year. We didn't mention. So that was another. That was like the first domino to drop. I think that happened know? this week, though. Yeah, I think that was the first domino to drop that he signed for a year after we had talked about it. Was he going to stay or was he just going to leave after the draft? And we said, no, nah, he's going to make a decision before the draft comes because you got to. is say I'm leaving after the draft or staying on for another year. Like, you got to make a decision so we can move on with the future. Um, but I, I, I think looking at the team right now, who else, who else are we going to mention that we signed, we signed a lineman today. We signed another reserve. Yeah. I mean, we, we signed, uh, a few guys, like the guys we kept, let's be signed. Just start off at the top. Juju is the, the biggest sign. The, the Juju is the biggest signing that we thought was leaving. He stayed. Mm -hmm. For less money, him, um, him and Banner, and and, and well, we we knew Banner. Well, I think we 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 knew Banner was coming back. We just didn't think he was gonna get that much money. Um, I didn't think he got so much. Well, I, everybody thought he was just gonna get a one year deal, kind of like how he got last year. He got a one year. He barely made a million bucks last year. This year he got a two year what five mil or something like that. Yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I wasn't surprised just because the way the way that he won the spot last year, like yeah. you barely like you know you just rarely hear them like excited about a guy, and it was like that was almost the, the first signing that we made or or second yeah. sign. So I'm like, you can tell they really they really like the guy. So, so so let's let's put it out there. They signed Banner. Sutton, Sutton, and Juju from the from the present team basically re-signed them. Um, as of today, they assigned two free agents from other teams. 
what we would call depth guys. Um, so yeah, that's special, five special guys teams guys, uh, yeah, or backup tackle guard guy, Finney, BJ Finney, who was oh, with the team. Got about Finney, yeah. So basically three. So they signed basically three resigns and three signings. Mm-hmm. They re- well resigned Finney, Ray, they, and then they him. signed Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah. So 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 uh, who who has left? We should mention that too. Um. So the biggest would be Bud Dupree. But yeah, but to, we, um, we didn't. I don't, we, I don't think got, anybody. Yeah, I don't think anybody actually expected him to come back. No. Oh, Wormley as well. That was somebody oh, that they that they really Wormley liked too. Yeah, that yeah, was somebody they that they liked. And I know they liked him because they gave away a draft pick for him last year. So typically, Colbert doesn't Colbert doesn't trade for a guy and then let him walk. You know, that's like a wasted pick, if you, really. If, if you, you want to include uh, Spillane, we yeah. uh, we re-signed ha- uh, we signed Haskins, Haskins, Hassan Sauer. Yeah, uh, uh, guys on the team. So you can see the roster starting to shape a little bit, which I thought would happen over the next couple of weeks. They will find some low some low money guys to come in for depth, some with some experience. You know how we so, typically do. So as of, um, as of now that we have uh according to this list we have 64 people on a, on the roster. Okay. So okay. that's 11 11 people not including we right as of now we have eight I think with eight draft picks. Okay. So, uh, so 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 I would say and this would be another topic we'll talk about on another day probably next couple of weeks as we get ready for the draft we'll go through both sides but mm-hmm. as of right now you would probably say the holes that we're looking at oh that we're we going to include we will not be signing Kyle Fuller sorry to, to cut you off but he already signed with somebody oh no I, I didn't I didn't know he was going to be gone what who Seattle who no, he, he signed with the Broncos oh okay well he went back to the defense coordinator that yeah. he was with Chicago yeah Good, good move for him. Um, um, but yeah, it's 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 like I thought Kelvin Colbert does. He's like what, what we say, steady Eddie. He's going to make steady moves. I'm interested to see what happens over the next two weeks because then it shapes. Okay, here's here's the holes where we don't have a starter right now. And can we fill those holes with guys in the draft? And I think Colbert typically doesn't like going to the draft feeling like I got to draft somebody to come in and be a starter. So we'll see. Because right now, if you looked at the offense, I think there's massive holes in two places. And that's center and um, tied in, really. Tackle. I mean... Well, they got they got tackles on the team. Okafor is still there. Banners there. So I, I assume they would they weren't they weren't going to roll out Okafor at tackle. That's that's the only reason I said tackle is. No, nah, I, I assume Oka, it would be o, Okafor's nat, natural position is left tackle. Oh, he had to I play mean, right last year. They want to start him at left tackle. I, I mean, uh, is I, this I, week, I'm not saying he's the best option. I'm just saying if that's all you got, then. 
you want to roll him out there because one, he's played a year. Two, well, he well, played so that, out of that goes into so who do you think? So do you not have them drafting a tackle then? Like high? Yeah, they still can. But I like I just said, Colbert typically doesn't like to bring a guy in and be like, okay, you're the starter because we drafted you. You know? So I'm like, I think he typically likes to go to the draft and like, okay, we drafted at 24. What's the best player that we have rated sitting at 24? Now, if that guy's a tackle, of course they're going to take him. But if that guy's a, a, a corner or or whatever, then I, I don't think he typically drafts a guy because that's what, we need a guy so bad, we're going to just take a guy and plug him in. I, I don't think he typically likes to go to the draft that way. Right. So that's that's why I'm like, if I had to look at the offensive line right now, you can put over a left tackle, um, um, dots in that left guard, center would be Finney, um, right guard would be uh, the Castro, and then right right tackle would be uh, Banner. Now. I've heard they talk about Banner left tackle. I was like, I don't see it. I don't see the foot speed. Um, but I mean, you know, that's I'm just saying right now, if you had to draw a star at five, they would be average at best. They wouldn't be just totally awful, I don't think. I, would they be better than last year's? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm just saying if you have bo- experienced bodies and the new guy that just ta- and the new guy that just signed as a swing tackle, probably. You know, six tackle come in on soft formation. I mean, I, um, I I told you that I I thought a lot of what happened at the end of last year was was fatigue. Like I don't I don't I don't think it necessarily was a, a skill thing because I, I I think it was fatigue. I think we played some better lines. Um, we we literally played the Browns twice. Um, yeah. So, so I'm like, and they they have one of the best the best lines uh, defensive lines in football. I don't know if they still do. I don't I don't know. Well, well I also they lost. I also thought the line. I don't think talent was a huge problem ever with the um, Browns over the last three years. Because let's face it, they draft in the first round two and three picks every year. But I thought coaching was their issue, and I'm like, they finally hired a coach who was like a competent coach. And I felt like going into the second. Let's that, that's, that's be honest, D. We turned the ball over four times in the first quarter. But that was our line. <laughs> that's and what I'm like, saying. And I'm like, like <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you don't turn the ball over four times, like, I don't care who you playing. You turn the ball over four times in your territory, basically in the first quarter, and they score, they kick four field goals. They uh, they got 12 points right there. And, I'm, and I ain't talking about four turnovers after you done had the ball a little bit, I'm talking about four, I think it was four out of five times you had the ball, and the fifth time you went three and out. So I'm like, five five times you had the ball in the first 15 minutes of a game, you turned it over, and they scored basically four touchdowns. And even saying all that, you still only lost by two scores, and you still had a chance in the third quarter to tie the game. That's how much you, you basically outplayed them for the next two and a half, quarters and i'm like not saying i'm not saying we was better than them i'm just saying you you moved the four turnovers and i'm like you basically had two teams that was basically equal on the field and i'm like you and that's why i'm like 
I I feel like with the right moves, I always think football to me is the ultimate team sport to me, to me. And I'm like, cause you, you basically counting on three phases of a, of a, of a area of a team to win a football game. Now, sometimes one of those phases is so dominant, it can overlook the other two. But when you have three working together to each other's strengths, that's a good football team to me. And, 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 and in the NFL right now, I think there's a bunch of teams in the middle. There's not a lot of teams at the top where you're just going to be like, oh, they just the dominant team. But there's a lot teams, you know, teams four through 20-something, pretty much even, except for play here or there or hurt player here or there each week. Um, you know, not a bottom and the top team is probably a big separation. But in the middle, there's more teams that's pretty even. And that's what Pittsburgh is right now. So the right moves here, there, the right coaching staff, we then brought new coaches in this year. Hopefully that gets us in that top echelon of teams. The problem is I think we got, we're playing better teams this year. And our divisions, I think, will be better again this year. That I think we got the toughest division in football, to be honest with you. That's just me. Except maybe the AFC, NFC West. Yeah, top to bottom, four teams. Those the two toughest divisions, top to bottom to me. Off so the, off the course of my lifetime, over the course of my lifetime. For yeah, sure. I'm looking at I'm looking at this year going to the next year, and I'm like, yeah, I think you look at those teams, quarterbacks, players, uh, defensive players, offensive players between those eight teams and those two divisions, and like, ooh, it's it's a rough go. So we'll see. I'm I'm very interested how the rest of this week go or this new week coming up. Uh, we we'll probably see a couple more signings, and then it's like get ready for the draft. Um, I'm I am I am also hearing more and more analysts talk about as we approach the draft, talk about how the Steelers because we do have some holes that in our draft position right now. Um, not getting another compensatory like we thought we would. A fifth, what we thought we was going to do, a fifth or a sixth? What did we get? A fourth only? Yeah, we got a Wait, I thought we got a fourth. Yeah, I think we only got a fourth. Yeah, we got a fourth. And they thought we may get a sixth as well, and we only got a fourth. So, like, basically, you got eight picks, and we really need a full nine, 10, 12, 11 picks this year just to get talent on the team. So, like, I am advocating for, and I'm going to say this every week until the draft happens, that we move back. And I'm not advocating for moving out of the first round because I know what that means financially. But if we, to me, the meat of the order, the meat of the draft is between rounds two and four. Right now, we're sitting with three picks in those three rounds. Man, if we could have four or five in those three rounds, I would take it. If you include the first round, we got four picks. Well, I think we need five or six to really add the talent we need for this year and in the future. Um, so we'll see. Um, I, I hope I, I have confidence in Colbert in the first three rounds. <laughs> I mean, look at his record. I don't, I'm not worried about the first three rounds. It's that fourth through seventh where we got, I mean, we got more picks in four through seven than we got one through three. 
Yeah, I'm like, oh boy. Picks. And, and, and and trading up, I I just oh man, I just can't trading up means you gotta lose a pick unless we going unless we once again may do something. COVID's throwing us curveballs so far. Unless he gonna give away a pick from next year to move up. I'm like, I just can't advocate for move up. I just I don't yeah. see the I, I just don't see the point of moving up solely from the fact that like if we need to move up, I'd rather us try to move up next year. And that would be mm-hmm. like to get a to get a QB. Get a QB, yeah. Cause there's no way, no way that at twenty four we're gonna get one of the five quarterbacks that I even think would be decent quarterbacks in the NFL this year. It's just I, not gonna happen. I just don't. And I'm and I'm also I'm also like and and you say this like every year we but and you know I'm always on the train of just getting people that that don't play and I'm like yeah. you you have you have you know Ben's back for another year and then on top of that is you don't know how Ben's gonna come back next year he might play he might play longer I mean mm-hmm. it, it is it is a possibility so I'm just it's like you don't you don't you don't want to go oh okay we're drafting a QB like because I'm like just. Fix what let's you be need honest. to fix now. Right now, right now, next year's rosters, we have no quarterback soccer. So it ain't out of the realm that Ben is back again next year. I just know we've got to draft somebody. And right now, there's nobody. Like, I'm not saying not draft a quarterback this year. I'm just saying there's out of the top. Every expert is saying there's basically four or five quarterbacks. I'm just saying there's no quarterback that I would consider you drafting in the first round. And then I don't think you waste, and this is my opinion, because we this is our podcast. I don't think you waste a second through fourth round of getting a quarterback that's not going to play this year when you got so many holes that you need depth, you need good players to either start this year or be a rotational guy this year. So the draft a quarterback this year that's not a first rounder. It's like you're gonna draft a guy when you got so many holes, or or, or unless we're gonna spend some money that we ain't got so far to fill up more holes. I don't know. Maybe that'll happen before the draft. Like, so that's what I'm saying. We're sitting here waiting on moves to be made to talk about. But they were. I but, think they were even saying like after, like even if we cut Nelson, then we'll still have, uh, like I think they said like some, some cap space left over. And that's before we, that's before we we if we do any more restructures too. Yeah, if you're looking at us now, and I'm looking at spot right right now, uh, and we're like two mil over, two mil uh, with money left uh, for this year. Uh, we still need, I think, I think it's five or six million just to draft do the draft pick. Uh, so, so basically, what you're saying is. We're gonna to have to do something anyway before the draft happens to free up money to, to sign our draft picks. Um, you know, when it's time to sign them. Now you don't have to do it now. I think what people mis misconstrue is you just have to be under the threshold when the league year starts. Now what you do from now on is on you. Like you you being compliance of the league year, so you can do whatever you want at this point. You can go back to being in a deficit if you have to. But you would, that's not you would think but you gotta like, sign your draft picks. So that you have to be, you have to free up money to sign your draft picks, um, you know, 
when they get drafted. So unless you just don't have any draft picks, but you would you would say what that deep. like probably like a, at least a, a bunch of these like a maybe ten to fifteen of these dudes on on here right now won't be on on the fifty three. No, no, no. Some of these guys are camp bodies, and you also look. Let's be honest. Pittsburgh to me is one of the teams that a lot of free agents go to. When I say free agents, guys that just looking for a shot. Because Pittsburgh is known to get guys. We just got a guy that just got paid. Two guys that just got paid that didn't even get drafted. Filer and Hilton. So they didn't even get drafted. So, you know, that's not discount bringing in guys off the street because we get them, we get them ready. And the guys know that. So they always looking at Pittsburgh to get a shot. So some of these guys that we bringing off the street right now may pan out. Because I also believe certain guys get better if they get in a system that accentuates their strengths more than their weaknesses. And and that's what happened to me. Or they or certain guys mature later. It's, when I say mature, mature as far as playing football on a professional level, when they actually get a shot, they'll have to sit around for a couple of years and learn different. Um, Father went to, where Coostown State or somewhere. Went to some small school. But look how that joker was big all his life. What is he, six, eight, six, seven? Like, how big was that guy? Who, who was this Matt Fowler. Like, he was a big was, guy. Yeah, I think he was six, eight. Yeah, he's like a huge guy. But, I mean, of course, it probably took him a minute to develop the skills to play as an NFL player. Some of those guys never get a shot. No, he was six, six. You, yeah, you go watch tall, the, six, six, there's three, a six, six guy walking around right now that went to that's the state that never got a shot that probably could have made it but you know that's just how life goes so I'm saying that is I know Pittsburgh is looking for some of those guys especially they look every year to bring in those type of guys to get them ready to be a player hopefully in the next year or two one of the guys I'm looking at as we talking about one of those guys remember the punter they brought in last year that's been on the practice squad all year and only got a futures contract. He's the only punter on the team. Think about that. He might mess around and be the punter, unless we draft one. And if we draft a punter, D, me and you gonna have an issue. We might have to fly to Pittsburgh and be like, "So we really drafted a punter I, this year." I'm, I'm definitely gonna. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to ha have some some comms with 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 Colbert if that that happens. But I. I, I think we got too many holes for them to to, to long yeah. snapper it up. Yeah, Fuller got snatched up right away. No, they oh, got released pretty, yesterday, right? He said, uh, apparently, apparently, amongst the sorting free agent guards, minimum fewest snaps, our uh, minimum fifty percent snaps, by fewest pressures allowed. He was number one, so. I didn't think Filer looked that good last year, but I'm oh not, wow, I'm not the one paying him. So, so I, I am, I am, I am more and more increasingly feeling like what's going to be at 24 is going to be a cornerback or a linebacker. Yep, I, I'm, I'm feeling that way. Why do you say so, that? I just, I just, I just think about it. Denver was a team that I thought was going to draft a corner early. They just signed um, Fuller. 
So I'm like, they signed Fuller. Um, what's Denver kicking at? They are number what's their draft? They are number, number nine, I think. Were they number nine? No, they are number yeah, they were number nine. So I think corner pushed down the couple corners that's probably first rounders got pushed down again. I I keep telling you there's gonna be a run on quarterbacks and offensive linemen, I think, in them first 20 picks. At least half of them are going to be quarterbacks and offensive linemen. I truly believe. I don't think nobody's going to take a running back early. Maybe the Dolphins at 18. Maybe the Cardinals at 16. I figured, yeah. I figured you might you might get like Harris Harris going early. Um. But I, I just, I just, I just, but the way they treat running backs, I just, I'm always surprised now that they go before 20. You know what I mean? I always think running backs ain't no running back going, unless he like seen as a special guy. Like, what's my man? The Giants got a few years ago, went Barkley. top five. Yeah. But yeah. everybody knew he was just like a freak. I, I know that, um, yeah, no, I'm with you that. There's not there's not too many too many ones that I know that they actually feel like are special. Like and I know I know Harris is one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. That Javante Williams dude is pretty good. Um, so I, I know like Etienne, 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 like all like all like all those dudes are actually people I wouldn't be surprised if they. I'm not saying I expect them to go high, but I'm saying like if they went like early in in the first two rounds, like I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, that and and that's. That's my problem. So I'm like, I can see, I don't mind Pittsburgh picking one at 24. I had no issue with it. I just feel like they Pittsburgh is once again, like every year, they're going to have to be patient and see what happens in front of them. If some things happen really well in front of them, other teams behind them may want to jump up to 24. And for the Steelers, I'm like, we need high premium picks. I'm like, there's a team offering to move up three or four spots. They're willing to give you a third rounder, even though it's a late third rounder, still a third rounder, still in the top 100 picks. I'm like, I move back for and then take the best player available. Whether it's, and it may be the best player ever at a position of need, like center or running back or something. But I'm like, if you're sitting there at 24, all three running backs are there. There's a couple corners there. And some edge linemen, I'm like, better not take an edge for what? Um, better not take a receiver. I'm like, so I'm just that's why we love the draft. You and I are probably gonna do a, a special draft day edition pod right after the first round's over. Um, you know, just to kind of go what happened, but I'm hoping to hear some things kind of fall in place. I think, you know, teams are going to be lining up trying to get quarterbacks from all the news we hear right now. You know, first of all, they're talking about next year's quarterbacks are nowhere near this year. Um, you, we got a lot more teams looking for quarterbacks. There's probably really, there's really two or three guys that I think are, are, are you know, natural Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Then you got two or three more guys in the right system, that probably could be good Pro Bowl quarterback. But you, you probably got you at least got the Jag, the Jaguars, 
Um, I would say the what Jets. the Jaguars, the Jets, the Panthers, Panthers, Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots are kind of high though. They're um, they're they're at fifteen, so they're like. They're like in that yeah. that, so that they, spot. They would probably have to trade up to to yeah, get one of the they big guys. Let, let's look at let's look at the top ten right now. Let's just go down the list. So number now, one, we're gonna Dallas go down the don't list. need one. I'm gonna tell you Dallas, I know that. So so Jaguars need one. Jets, Houston, they're in a the quandary right now. Quarterback don't want to be there. He in trouble with the law. Are they going to trade them? Let's say they so do who's trade in trouble them. with the law. Oh, the Texans? Yeah, the Texans. So you like, so that, are they going to keep them or are they going to trade them? Or, you know, I'm like, so that's a, I'm going to say yes on that one. Then you got the Falcons. You got Matt Ryan. They paying him what? 40 mil? 30? I think he was 30. So, like, do you draft somebody off Matt? Did, did, I, you get, did I see a, that? So yeah, I think I think he did restructure. I think he did do something. So like to me, are you gonna draft a guy to sit behind him yeah. at number four and make twenty million dollars or whatever they gotta pay him? Yeah, so they they said that uh they don't they don't think they don't think that they're probably gonna draft anybody now. No. So they may trade out. Um, you know, so let's just keep going. So the Eagles, yes. No, sorry. I skipped Bengals. Bengals or no? Um, Eagles, still, I would say yes. The the Jets and the Eagles, I'm still very unsure about. Um, no, me too. But we're saying yes or no right now. So that's, yeah, I know. That's yeah, just yes I, I'm no. just I'm just making a I'm just making a comment. Um, because even though I'm I'm agreeing with you, yes, I'm I'm just saying like I, out of the whole top ten, like they're they're pretty like, yeah, like the Panthers. Yeah, I think because they've already openly said um that they were trying that they were trying to look i think they were talking about trading for deshaun so yeah um, um philly yes detroit yeah. i'm gonna say yes even though they traded well this, uh, is, this is his last uh last year yeah right? so that's yeah. what i'm saying so detroit yes panthers yes broncos yes so out of the top 10 because dallas is 10 so out of the top ten, we basically said yes to every team, but number five, yeah, the no, Bengals, sorry, four, the, five, four, five, and ten. Yeah, pretty much Bengals, the Bengals, and um, Dallas. We say four, five, and ten. Falcons. Yeah, Falcons, Falcons, Bengals, Falcons, Bengals, and the and Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. So look, we said yes to seven teams in the top ten, and we typically say what? There's four or five guys right now. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm like. It, there's gonna be a run on quarterback, and that's including some of the yeses may trade out to allow. So let's go to the next ten. Giants, no. San Francisco, yes. Chargers, no. Vikings, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The Viking. The Vikings never really seem to have a plan. So no, I don't. So I don't I'm really, just gonna say no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Patriots, yes. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, definitely, no. Definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. If I was, if I was more sure out of any any of the teams we probably said so far to be be them and obviously the Jags. Yep. Yeah. Um, who's next? Cardinals, no. 
Raiders, no. Raiders, no. Miami, no. Washington, yes. It's like Miami, Miami. I feel like Miami is a yes, but at the position they're at, it's like a no. Same thing. Same yeah. thing for the Bears and and, and Washington. So that's why I'm like, and, and they're yeses. So uh, that top ten, we say yes again. So that's why I'm like, is that top that top twenty are the teams fighting for basically? That's why I'm like, Pittsburgh sitting at twenty four in the next ten. So you're looking at like, at least what 12, 12 to 13 teams out of that 20? Probably 14 to 15. Looking at trying to be one of the teams to draft four or five quarterbacks. And you're talking about a bunch of trading. But then let's let's go back up to the top 20. So we're gonna say yes or no on the teams that's drafting the offensive linemen. So we're gonna so we are and we and you can take out the teams definitely that quarterback. So we're gonna say no on Jacksonville off the line. Bengals, yes. Bengals, yes. Falcons, yes. Jets probably no. Texans no. Eagles, I'ma go yes. Yeah, for sure. Lions, I'ma go no. Panthers, no. Broncos probably no. Cowboys, yes. They got a quarterback, so they're gonna try to give some more line help. Right. Um Giants too. Giants, I go yes. 49ers, I go. I mean, no. I know I know Smith going to somebody in the in the top twenty. So I yeah. I'm like he ain't he ain't he ain't getting past the top uh top fifteen. No. He's going to somebody, so they got um so so that's that's why I'm like still are sitting at 24. They're gonna be sitting there with the remnants of this carnage in front of them. Well, no, and I mean like, it, it works out perfectly for us. Cause I mean, like outside but, of outside of getting a cor- a quarterback, like none of but, none. Or, or offensive or a tackle. I should say a tackle. I'm like, so we sitting in a bad spot for a tackle. You think so? In the oh yeah. I think we sitting I'm talking about the top guys. I'm not talking about just because it might be a deep tackle drive. I'm talking about when I say the top guys, I'm talking about you the top five guys. I just this, I, this, the only the only what, dude this, that I can think of in the last couple of years that like I feel like is like like that Tristan Wirfs dude from from mm-hmm. Bucks. The, like he's like mm-hmm. the one the one guy I can think of off of offensive line that I mean I, they're not obviously talked about a lot, but I mean like I can't think of any offensive linemen that have, that have even been drafted in the last few years that are that have been like like standout and yeah I, that's that's and that's another reason why i'm like i'm i'm not super concerned that but that's another reason why i'm always with you on trip like especially this year on trading back because i'm oh, like yeah. i feel like a lot of because we we theoretically need more than anything like you were like we were saying before the draft like a center so i'm like where where oh, we're sitting yeah to start definitely yeah. to start so but i like, think we, we do need more talent at tackle Definitely. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, so, no, I'm not. I'm so, not saying we don't, but I'm. But I mean, but we're talking just I, for for 24. Like I'm saying, like we're we're in a good position to kind of, like if we wanted to get more picks, or like because I, I, I I'm person. Go ahead. I think Landon Dickerson would have been great at 24, but he, you know, he got so many injury issues. It's like, are you gonna, are you gonna, like I don't even know if he's gonna be ready to play this year. That I. I 
I told I'm with you with, with what you said. Like I, I kind of hope we get a uh, Patrick Chatain. Yeah, I, I hope one of the corners get pushed back to us now, especially now we're talking about getting rid of Nelson. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, or, or, or I told you what I tell you last week on our private conversation. I said, the guy, the inside linebacker from Penn State, if he falls backwards, I would love to get him. Mika Parsons. I'm like, if for some reason people just overlooking him, blah, blah, blah. We talking about a guy running a 4-3. I, I see him get picked up. Uh, I see him oh, yeah, get picked a lot in, uh, in the top ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him, him and Devonta but, but Smith. He, but he's one of those guys that I mean. That's like, for some reason, teams start valuing the quarterback or or these tackles, or they're like, oh, we got to move up, and now all of a sudden, one of these guys getting pushed back, not because he's not one of the best players. It's just he getting pushed back because teams are moving up to do other things, and like. I, that's what I, that's what I'm kind of hoping for us. It's like we sitting there after the bloody college of the top twenty, bunch of trades, people moving back and up, and we're sitting there like, oh man, we not only did we got all three running backs available to us, but here goes a Parsons or you know one of the top two corners, you know what I'm saying sitting there, and I'm like, man. You either pick a guy or you move back, and I'm like, if you if you can find a partner that wants to move up from you know behind you, and willing to give you a third rounder, I do it. Cause then I'm like, if I gotta lose five spots, but there's eight players there that I still value with my pick, then be prudent and be like, well, I can lose five players out of that eight, but there's three still for me to pick from, and I'm picking that 29 or 30 or whatever. And I got a third-round pick to go back and fill another hole with a quality player. And like I said, I have I know Colbert does typically does well in the first three rounds with players that that's NFL caliber. And I ain't saying they all turn out to be Pro Bowl or whatever, blah blah blah. I'm just like you want guys NFL caliber that can come in and play for you. Um, so that's that's why I'm like we're sitting at a good spot for a trade back. But, you know, we don't typically do it. So I'm just hoping there's some player that's, you know, right now between 10 and 20 that don't think going to fall to us and they fall, fall, fall to us. That's what happened to Ryan Shazier that year. We were sitting at 18. We were at 18 or 19. Oh, we just 15. Knew, yeah, we were sitting somewhere, and I'm like, oh, he ain't going to make it. And boom. And it was like because we thought another team, we thought Dallas was going to get him that year, I think. They, and they, they skipped over and we switched them up. So we're going to keep 24. I just wanted some player that's getting on the field this year. And right now it's looking like center, running back, tied in. What else we say? The middle linebacker, definitely. Oh, we didn't even talk about Vince Williams getting cut. So yeah, I'm like, that was, I'm that like, was pretty, yeah. Pretty sad day. Yeah, I, and what I mean by that is I think Spillane is a great, not great, but a good player to fill in as a starter for the first two downs. But I'm like, if I can find somebody that's a cross between Spillane and Bush coming back, speed, coverage ability, big, can take on blocks, blah, 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 and that's our first-round pick, oh, I'm taking him all day. 
now we lose Nelson. Oh, I need some more talent in the secondary. We already needed talent because we lost we lost one guy. But now if you're gonna leave two, I was preparing to lose one. I wasn't preparing to lose two. So that to me that moves up cornerback just as important as running back now. So I'm like, those are four positions to me that in the first two rounds, you gotta get two starter capable guys in the first two rounds of them four positions. Oh, I remember. Sorry, I'm look, I'm looking at uh wait what year did we draft Shazer in? I want to say what is this, twenty twenty one? I wanna say two thousand and fifteen, maybe. I thought it was fifteen. I think it might have been in fourteen. Might have been fourteen then. Yeah, it was. It was fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Same same draft as uh Kyle Fuller, funny enough. Oh um, wow, okay. So I was uh I was about to say I, I was looking at the because I thought it was fifteen too. Um, I, we actually took Bud Dupree that year. Um, okay. 15. But 15, no, I, okay. I was, I, I ended up looking at sixteen because I was like I, I was like this draft I was sick. I remember I was sick this draft because they took uh, William Jackson in front of us. And, and one other thing I'm gonna add because I know we're gonna wrap up soon. I, one other thing I'm gonna add about getting Juju back. To me, that may picking a receiver now, seven round maybe, six round. Yeah, late, <laughs> if you want. Six, six like, seven round like if you, you want. Instead of pushing them into the top four, you got to push them down now. Now you push up corner, it's inside linebacker now to replace that, you know, off, you know, between. It would be great, man. This is what I would do. And I'm going to throw this out there before we wrap up. Let's say we move back, D two, three, four, five spots and pick up a third round. So let's say we got a first rounder, second rounder, two thirds and two fourths. I had no problem with the Steelers going in the first round. If they don't go running back, then they go, I'm going to take the the tight end at first round at number 30 or something. Because from what I understand, there's probably only one quarter corner. There's one tied in anybody's looking at in the first two rounds. And then there's maybe one or two guys that they're saying maybe a third rounder, right? So to me, if you can take the best tied in late in the first round, but or the fifth tackle then I take the best tied in because I'm like if he's the best tied in this year consensus tied in by everybody I would rather take the best tied in this year in the late first round than I would the fifth tackle yeah you would you would definitely think that uh but I would only do that I wouldn't take him at 24 I would only do that with a trade back because then that sets me up to be in the second round. I'm like, you know, I can move up in the second round by giving up a fourth round of pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, then I can maneuver to make sure I get who I want if I feel like running back is important or, or center at, at that point, you know. And then, like, move, maneuver again and say, hey, I, if I maneuver to take the best tight end, the best center, and the best running back with my first three picks and I lose a draft pick, I'm cool with that. Cause then I go with my other pick that I got left 
I'm going to take the best corner or whatever. That's why I just feel like it's prudent to fill as many holes with starter-capable guys before you get to the draft so you're not feeling like I got to draft a guy at this position um, yeah, because there's a that's hole what I was just about to say that. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm pretty. I I think that uh, I think that we we're probably gonna see at least. Are you you would think that we're gonna see a few more moves, and especially as you're saying, like you, we're probably gonna sign someone that is, is starter worthy in in one of these positions, tight whether it be yeah. uh tight end or and I'm and I would think like as you're saying, I would think it'd be one of these positions that you feel, um you would have to reach in the in the earlier rounds otherwise um yeah so it would probably like you know tied in or I, I don't really know about any linebackers that we can sign um, i don't think i don't think you sign any linebacker i just don't see one there they're dumb there there are too many of them i mean there's two less linebackers for you to sign one so there's a few that i like in the draft between rounds you know there's a few definitely in the first round but there's more in the second, third, or fourth round. It's just, that's what I mean. Like, we don't have, because we're picking 24, every round we're picking in the back ends of every round. So that's what I'm like, if you, if you have the ability to not have to reach, then you're just sitting there letting the draft come to you each round and you go, or, you know, I'm an advocate of after the first two rounds, really moving moving about after that because to me having two seven round picks what do we have two six round picks i would use a six and a seventh to move up in the you know in the fifth and grab a dude that i really want out of position of need that i'm like okay he's not ready this year but i can put him on the special teams and get him ready because what you really want is guys to contribute like yeah i don't need you to start right away but i need you ready in case somebody gets hurt in, in week eight you know, week nine, or I need you playing, taking more snaps later in the year so the guy can stay fresh and making plays when you get on there. That's, you know, we say this all the time on our on our pod. I never draft a guy thinking he can't start. I just yeah. don't want him to have to start right away if I don't have to. It's like he needs to learn the game. We got to learn the speed. got to learn the plays. got to learn a lot of stuff. And if I can let him naturally soak that up without having to play, you know, 50 snaps and make them, you know, because in the NFL, you make one or two mistakes a game. That's the ball game. And that ain't including guys actually making a play over you. You could be standing right there. Like, I'm right in position to make a play, and a dude makes a fabulous play. We're talking about, like, oh, I blew an assignment, and dude's running down the field <laughs> wide open. Um, or, or ideally, like we did last year, where you draft a guy in the second, third, fourth round, fifth rounds. He got talent. Look what we did to Highsmith last year. He didn't have to start. He got to play 10 snaps, 15 snaps, you know, first three, four, five weeks. Start playing a little more. Boom, bug gets hurt. Now he got to start the last four or five weeks. To me, yeah, he wasn't Bud Dupree, but didn't he make plays when the play was there? Didn't he make some plays when the play wasn't there? And I'm like, that's because he got acclimated to the plays. You saw what he did pretty well. So you called, you know, you put him in position to succeed. And I just think he, I think going into this year, I'm be pleasantly surprised to watch him and see if he makes, 
if he gets between five and eight sacks this year, I think watch out. Because then I'm like, this dude is going to be a double-digit sack guy for the rest of his career. And he got how many? I got how many sacks last year? Two, maybe. Two, three. Talking about Bud? No, no, I'm talking about um, Highsmith. I'll let you know right now. Yeah, but I'm like, that was off limited playing time, and I swear he was in the backfield a whole bunch. Yep, you're right. Two sacks. And I'm like, he was, he was, and I'm like, he got two sacks in five games. Five games. See what I mean? And I'm like. Next year, if you, we get him to five to eight and quarterback hits, couple of fumbles, you know, blah, blah, blah. Man, you're talking about him and Wichita together probably for the rest of their career. Because Pittsburgh ain't going to let him out the door if he, if he, because I'm looking at Bud. Bud had four sacks his first year. Bud may have got 10 the next two years. And then, you know, of course, you know what he did the last two years, but. I'm like, if you get Highsmith to send, so if he got two and five, if he gets six to eight and 16, this year you can be like, oh boy, we just we got onto something that could be good. You're talking about a consistent player. Because you got a superstar on the other end. You, you got you just need the other guy on this end to either be Pro Bowl or 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 a threat. Like if he's a threat, then you Basically, you'd be like, we got to pay attention to him because he's making plays because we over here trying to double-team TJ. And now this guy over here making plays, now I can't double-team TJ. So, anyway, I, th- I think we are done for this week. We're excited for next week. Yeah, definitely. I, I think we're definitely going to be more more active um, next week, too. So Yeah. I mean, we, I, I see another two, three signings coming up over the next few days. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping there's some good starter-capable guys. I, I'm hoping we snatch a center. That's the one I really want. We yeah, can I get mean, a center and maybe a corner, especially if Nelson leaves. If we can get a decent corner and a center, I'm like, man, we sit pretty. It'll, it'll, help. Good. it'll help our mock drafts, that's for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, everybody, we will talk with you next week. Um, next Friday, next week, we're hoping to talk about some additional moves. And then after that, I think we'll get into draft talk leading up to the draft. Because I think at this point, we're what? Five, six weeks from the draft? About, I would say yeah. I would say about five. Moving fast. All season moving fast, man. We're going to be starting to talk about training camp. And order, by the way, everybody on the podcast, we will be going to, I think we're about to confirm, we'll confirm it up in the next few weeks, over the next month or two, um, that we are going to go up the Canton and training camp this year if it's open. Yeah, absolutely. We'll I'm probably pretty... be we're stoked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Get some pictures on the site that we get our site up and all this other stuff. So stay tuned. All right, everybody, enjoy uh, the rest of your weekend. We'll see you again next week. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't.